Welcome back to the Oh Dear Podcast with your two hosts. I'm Nicholas Jewett. And I'm Amanda. And I just want to say thank you for the support so far. And don't forget to subscribe and rate. Now, on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, We are here for another episode, the final episode, before uh, heading off to the hospital and having our baby. Yeah, it's Monday. I can't believe it. It's creeping right up. (laughs) Creeping right up. By the time you guys hear this, uh, we will be in the hospital producing a baby producing a baby <laughs> how about just having a baby? we're not producing it put uh, a label on it sell it no big deal yeah exactly <laughs> just another product for sale no uh, so today i just wanted to talk about uh overcoming challenges uh some different types of challenges that we've encountered in our lives and that uh we expect to overcome later in life as well um some fear-based ones uh, do you want to kick us off with that Yeah, I mean, we can jump back into, like, the whole, like, having a baby in, like, two days, you know? It's kind of, it's scary to go through something that you haven't gone through in 11 years, you know? It's it's another C-section, and, like, then reading up on the papers, like, oh, this is kind of scary, like, the process, like, I know it's scheduled, and, like, it's just, it kind of blows my mind. Yeah, like you said, 11 years, it'll be your second time, my first time, so... Yeah, that's a, it's pretty astonishing, honestly. Yeah, I don't even know, like, how to have a baby anymore. You know, it's, it's, it's like it's new to me again. And, you know, that brings on fear. Like, oh, am I going to do it right? Is everything going to be okay? What do I have to worry about? Just in the birthing process or in the raising process? I think in birthing and probably the first couple of weeks. Yeah. As long as I make it through the first couple of weeks, I think, like, all that will, like, you know, settle down and you know yeah it's funny you know i get asked a lot um like oh are you excited are you nervous are you afraid or anything i always answer like i don't have to do anything like amanda's the one on the table having the baby i'm just there like you know i'm not afraid of anything because i'm not the one having the c-section i'm not the one giving birth like you know it'd be pretty almost like selfish of me to be afraid but yeah like you said the first couple weeks i think that's what i'm most afraid about because that's when i will be hands-on and like I will have something to do. So, yeah, that's that's where my fear drives from. Um, Right, the first few weeks. First few weeks, yeah. Especially, like, at home. Like, the first couple of days in the hospital, I mean, you have the nurses. You have everyone there to help you along the way. And then you get home, and it's just us and the baby. Right. And, I mean, Cameron, and mainly Cameron will just be doing his own thing, going to school. Yeah, taking care of himself almost, like, in a way. You know, relieves that stress of having to like you know take care of him i know that sounds terrible but you know he's he's a responsible kid so for the most part he can feed himself get himself on the bus come home you know obviously he still needs us to support him and everything but right you know, he's, he's at, functioning at least we can like depend on him to like do that in the morning like say if we're still sleeping because the baby's sleeping or we right. were up all night because the baby was up all night right you know at least we can depend on him to get get it done you yeah. know get yeah, there absolutely. yeah that, that relieves some stress some anxiety uh yeah uh back to fears here real quick uh do you have any like crazy irrational fears like obviously i know that you're super afraid of spiders (laughs) despite how small or big they are yeah i think i what encountered one a couple weekends ago and i threw a water bottle at you because (laughs) it was it was near me it was it was too near me (laughs) um any other like weird things maybe i don't know about um 
like so sharks. Like, sharks, you know, no. <laughs> megalodon. <laughs> well, a megalodon, obviously, but thank goodness I don't go swimming in oceans or anything. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's like fear-based things that keep me from like doing stuff. Like a couple of years ago, I wanted to leave the lab and go to school out of state. And I even talked to one of my cousins about it. And she was really supportive and says that no matter what you do or where you go, you always have that, like, you create your support team. Mm. You know, you have that no matter where you go. Yep. But, like, I just could not bring myself to do it. Yeah, Everything I think, just kept me here. Right, yeah. And I think that's the, the mm-hmm. thing about moving out of state and, like, creating that support group is so difficult. Like, obviously, I moved out of state for a couple of years uh, when I was young. Creating that support group is frightening, I think, in a way, because you don't know where to start almost, you know, like obviously for me it was to go to school. So it was just classmates that I like, you know, latched onto or whatever. But yeah, you obviously don't have that comfort of like, Oh, you know, I can just go down to my you know brother's house or my, you know, I can go home to my parents' house, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't have that home feeling like that when you first initially move, you, you know, that just goes away. Right. You know, like, Massachusetts is a little bit closer to home than, you know, Connecticut, where I was looking. True. And, like, I, the further you go, like, I feel like it, the harder it is because, yeah. I mean, you are leaving so much behind. Um, but I think, like, with that being, like, fear, it's, like, also anxiety. You yeah. know, anxiety just keeps, well, used to keep me from doing things. And it was, it used to be bad. Like, yeah. I wouldn't walk into a place by myself. If I was meeting someone, I would have to have them come outside grab me and then i can walk in what was the anxiety of that like uh yeah i I don't really know where anxiety stems from very much i haven't done like extensive research into anxiety really but like was it you know was it the anxiety of like touching a doorknob is it like (laughs) no it's just like i don't really walking in alone like i just I don't like it. I don't like the idea of it. People are going to like churn, stop. Everybody just stops and (laughs) And turns at you. you. It just, I couldn't do it. I never could bring myself to like go out and meet people. Like even if it was just like to go to eat, Hmm. it's like, all right, let's meet somewhere. And then I'll walk in as a group. But if they're already there, it's like, what do I do? You don't want to be the last person kind of. Right. I don't want to just be walking in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That can be strange. I feel like, um, how about some other like uh, types of challenges you've ever had to overcome? I, I I'll, I'll go. I'll stay on this fear subject for a little bit because I don't. <clears throat> I'm not really sure. Like like I discussed with you earlier, you know, I've had fears and stuff, uh, but I just never like, never really let my fears, uh, you know, control me. I've let other things absolutely control me, like my mental health and depression and things like that. But I don't feel like those stem from fear. Uh, I could be wrong, honestly, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I because to me, like, it, it's fear for me. You mm. know, like anxiety is like I right, feel that, like is the source of fear of, of people staring yeah. at you. Yeah, yeah, it's like being judged. You know, I just didn't want to be judged. Um, but like getting over that, like it was hard. Um, I did end up going to counseling, and it has helped me. Yeah. Like now, and plus I have Cameron, so like I'm never. Never alone. Yeah, true. That does help. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but like meeting people at a bar, guess what? You don't have your son with you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're walking it alone. Um, what about some other fears? 
a big big fear of mine uh, in a different lane almost uh you know of challenging uh, challenges to overcome is like a wealth fear um you know i grew up pretty poor uh you know i didn't have scholarships to go to school so i created a lot of debt for myself uh you know i didn't have uh like what's it called when you're like an inheritance you know i didn't have an inheritance when i turned 18 so i've started from nothing when i you know as soon as i could start working and you know you don't really understand the concept of wealth when you're 16 years old so you're kind of just burning through your money to you know buy fast food and fill your gas tank yeah have fun you know buy new sneakers and stuff like that so a big fear of mine is wealth like at the end of the day if i can't provide enough money in our savings and just miscellaneous expenses like say going out to eat or just you know whatever picking up a toy at the uh, walmart or whatever when we're there you know that's a big fear of mine is not being able to not be able to provide and right. you know, I, I i guess that does you know prevent me from doing a lot um in that lane absolutely like i i understand that and i've you know growing up with like you don't have all these like things that other people grew up with, right. you know. Um, and yeah. I lived at home for quite a while, so I was able to save some money and, um, you know, but I would blow it shopping. I'm a girl. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> I got a credit card when I like was old enough to get one and I used that stupidly. Um, so that was debt right there. That was just against me all the time. Yeah. Um, and then you throw an unexpected pregnancy in there and then everything just goes downhill. Right. And, you know, I spent a lot of time like trying to get back up on my feet. Like even like before Nick, if Cameron and I ever went out shopping, like for groceries, almost every time he would pick out a toy. Yeah. Because like I didn't want him to grow up like I did. Like, right. you know, I wanted him to have these things, even if it meant that oh, I'm a couple hundred dollars short on rent, you know, yeah. type of thing. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have that, obviously, that experience of, you know, having a child young. Uh, I'm still young, but, you know, <laughs> at least I'm a little more grounded in my career and able to provide a little bit, you know. It's not as much as I would like to, obviously, but I think that fear could be positive in the way, <clears throat> I mean, obviously it affects my mental health, but it's positive in the fact that I'm working towards that, right? I'm working to be able to provide. Yeah, I, I say no, like to toys and yeah. i say no to like going out to eat or yeah and like uh non-essential purchases and stuff like that um so yeah it's it's a fear thing but i feel like it can be positive you know it's right. like yeah i'm not gonna at the end of the day you know i'm gonna have enough to keep this roof over our heads you know we're gonna be able to retire at some point our kids will have a little bit of money that you know for a car or for rent or you know whatever Something. they decide to do so yeah i mean obviously being with nick like it's opened my eyes to like a budget and money spending he really like installed that into me like you know don't overspend don't don't just like use your money like stupidly basically is what it comes down to and when it comes time to like a big purchase like we both sit down and like make sure that it's right Is, is this something that we actually need or can we at least like push it off right. and is it a need or is it a want right that's exactly what it's down to you. yeah and that comes from a big fear because like i said i grew up poor uh, not poor you know we were we were fine off honestly we had a nice house we had a big family so we were able to have things um but you know 
as I got older, I understood more of how, like what the struggle was. I know that my parents took on unnecessary debt because of us, because mm-hmm. we wanted things and they wanted to provide for us. And, you know, so yeah, and that, that's where it all comes from, honestly. Right. And like to spin it into a positive, like without having to like spend that money that you want to so badly spend, you end up saving it. You yeah. know, it gets, and it builds up over time. Right. You know, I mean, that's a positive way to spin on it. Um, which yeah, is great. That- it's you know. great yeah because like you know say you know we you know say we want want we don't need you know we want something but we decide we don't need it and we don't purchase it you know that money sits in our savings account until you know two years later we're like you know what we deserve is a vacation because right. we didn't buy those unnecessary things we can now afford a vacation and like i feel like that's a better expense than like you know five or six little things that we didn't actually need we only used a handful of times it just collects dust at this point right um, yeah which i'm like really good at doing like buying like really small <laughs> things that we don't need um and it's still hard for me from time to time to you know not spend that money which stresses nick out a lot and i'm a bad spender too so I, you know it's definitely not just you i i spend a right. lot of money on unnecessary things all the time but right. you know i try to minimize it but it's so funny that he's like my voice of reason in the back of my head like do i need to purchase this and like a little nick pops up and it's like no With a pitchfork. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so a puff of flame yeah. <laughs> um not saying that that's at all a bad thing it just you know he does keep me grounded he does keep me like where we need to be because like honestly if it was like just me doing what i do we'd probably be like shit broke right now <laughs> <laughs> i like to spend money and it's really bad um because I think I can, like, pull on these, like, random hobbies, and I'm not good at any of them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not very good at hobbies either. I don't know if anybody's good at hobbies. I right. feel like that's what they're there for. But, uh, yeah, any other, like, types of challenges to overcome? Um, you know, we, we went over fear pretty well. Uh, obviously, my wealth and, like, you know, like, wealth challenges right. um, is a big fear as well. Any other ones? Um, Probably, like... I think everything like all rolls into one. Like you also need that mentality of being okay. Like mm-hmm. if you're not mentally like, okay, that's going to keep you from doing stuff, you know, yeah. like depression and um, anxiety. Like it just, those yeah. are other like challenges to get over. I wouldn't say get over, but overcome. Overcome. I guess. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's There's better, no yeah. like getting over it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And being somebody that, you know, definitely struggles with depression. Um, that is a huge challenge to overcome and i wish i had better advice for people to like that are going through it and like how to overcome it but i think that that's the big thing for me is that i recognize it and i just you know i keep going to like soldier on you know and hope at some point someday you know things will you know align and be better and you know maybe that'll cure the depression for me um yeah, I'm not really sure. Like, uh, like I said, I wish I had better advice for overcoming that. Right. And yeah, because I'm not sure. And I know that depression like affects a lot of people and you can like say supportive things. But like how how much does that actually help the person? Right. You know, it's like they they probably know like the things that you're saying, but it's just getting out of that right. it's like, hole that they're in, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. I hear all the time like, oh, things are good. Yeah, like if I stop and think about it on a day-to-day basis, like, yeah, my life's great, you know, I love my life, but it doesn't mean 
that there aren't things in my life that I wish were better. And like, you know, those are the things I focus on so hyper intensively. And that's what causes my depression. Those, yeah. those are huge challenges for me is, you know, overcoming just like, uh, I don't know, like just being okay with what I have and being accepting, confident. being confident. Yeah. Being confident's a big part of it. You know, I've always lacked from, a, you know, confidence, especially because, you know, I've never, uh, like falsely identified as somebody who's elite in the world. You know, like, you know, I've never been like the best sports player. I've never been the best artist or best, you know, whatever. I've never been that, you know, despite striving for that. And so I think that's like a lot where, you know, like this negative idea of myself that I portray onto myself, like stems from is just being, you know, hyper attentive at the point that I'm not as good as others. And I guess just like, recognizing that and trying to be okay with it but you know it's not at the end of the day it's not as easy as just being like oh i'm okay with that do you think that um being unconfident in yourself stems from being the youngest of four boys at all no not really uh no like obviously my brothers like you know be you know we grew up in the 90s so the world was much different you know, so I got picked on a lot and, you know, pushed and bullied, you know, not bullied, but pushed around or whatever and teased teased and stuff. But I feel like at the end of the day, if, if anything, that gave me grit, mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, it made me stronger, it made me more able to take on challenges in, you know, like say a workplace, you know, it's like, you know, if I, if I get ridiculed in a, in a workplace, not that I have been in my workplace at all, but if I did, you know, how would I respond to it? It's like, well, you know, I've been, I've been ridiculed worse by people I care about more. So, yeah. you know, if anything, it just gave me grit and gave me understanding. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I, I get that. And, um, no, for me, like at a young age, I forget what grade I was in. I was, it was like a parent teacher conference or something like that. And they compared me to my sister. Oh uh, yeah. And that was like, you know, your confidence in yourself, like, just drains as soon as you're compared to somebody else and like i don't hold it against her like she's smart she knows what she's doing and but ever since then i'm like all right i'm not gonna apply myself to anything in school like i hated school right and yeah i was compared to my brothers all the time for negative reasons and positive reasons like you know you know i have a a brother who's very intelligent so it'd be like oh you're not as intelligent as him which is my positive thing you know and then i have a brother who you know, struggled in, when he growing up and stuff. So every time I did something negative, I was compared to him immediately, which puts him down while putting me right. down. You know, so yeah, that was a difficulty, and difficult challenge to overcome. I, I feel like, I, you know, now that I'm almost thirty years old, you know, it's something I can look in the mirror and be like, you know, that was other people being negative and like, right. you know, you know, that's their problem. It's not really something I need to take personal anymore. Right. Yeah. And I think. I mean. I. I feel like I still struggle with it from time to time. Like my thing is like not being good enough. That Mm -hmm. means like not being good enough at work, not being good enough at home, you know, just all these things just stem from like this one incident that really shouldn't be a big deal because it happened so long ago. And I mean, I absolutely love my sister. Like she's smart. She's great. Um, But it it does suck to be compared to someone at such a young age and just like carry that with you because like, even after that, like, if my sister and I, like, got into a fight, 
she's like, well, you're fucking stupid. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for just clearing that up for me, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think, like, getting out of that mental state of, like, not being confident is yeah. is a tough one because, like, it just, it lingers. Like, and every time you feel like you mess up, you like, you're just back in that hole. Right, yeah, you just kind of remind yourself of all these negative impressions that are taking place. Um, but, you know, that those are the challenges, guys. You know, yeah. that's what we need to overcome. And it all, I think it, the best way to overcome any challenge is with a good support group, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, especially if you, like, I mean, I try to help Nick with all of, like, what he goes through. And, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But, I mean, it just takes... Takes you know, work. Yeah, exactly. Work. We, we've we been, like, discussing this, like, on and off for the entire time we've been together, yep. you know. Um, so, I think as long as it you're there for that person mm. when they need it in a positive way and like reassure I wouldn't even say like reassuring like just neutral to it mm. you know don't be like oh I understand I feel you right. like, I get this because sometimes you don't you right. don't understand even if you think you do like you know what one person's going through is not the same situation as what you've gone through yeah right. you can't you can never understand but all you can do is give support right and um, even if it's not accepted right away, just know that you you did try. And right. um, I'm sure deep down that other person does know that, you know, you are there for them. Especially once the dust settles. Like, you know, sometimes just, just take a step back and let the dust settle. Let them remind themselves like, oh, man, you know, like I don't need to be harsh to an individual. You know, they are trying to support me. Be understanding yourself um, as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, just don't pester the person. <laughs> <laughs> just keep working. Keep getting through it. Yeah. I mean, that's probably like the best advice um just to you know power through like everyone's gonna get through it yep. you know yep so. yep um yeah uh, i think that's where we'll end that conversation uh before we go we do want to uh remind everybody of our facebook page um just look uh the oh dear fa- uh podcast on facebook uh yep and you'll see our upload schedule. We are trying to stick to a schedule. It's been a little hectic uh, these past couple of weeks, but hopefully in the months to come, we'll solidify our schedule and we'll let everybody know once we're right on schedule what the upload times and dates will be. Yeah, yeah. I think and, the whole schedule will help everyone in this. So. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll have, uh, like, you know, questions and things like that we can receive through our Facebook as well. So if you guys want to reach out, just let us know. Yes, please reach out. I'm, like, looking forward to, like, <laughs> anything on our Facebook page. <laughs> yes. Uh, anything you want to say about the baby before we go for a couple of weeks? Because we won't be back, um, obviously, next week because we'll be having the our little baby girl. We'll be producing a baby. We'll be producing a baby. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I am excited. I think excitement is you know the top thing right now like it's you know a little bit scary but you know i have a great person next to me to go through it and i mean my dad's gonna be here taking care of things while we're in the hospital like his mom has reached out and seeing if she there's anything she can do you know it's it's absolutely great um but i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to coming home with her Uh, that's what i'm looking forward to it's gonna be it's gonna be a little hectic those few days in the hospital but i'm really excited because we got the house all set up we got her pack and play her crib you know it's just gonna be yeah everything will just like come together like when we're finally home and then you know fall into that routine of like how to take care of this little baby that can't communicate with (laughs) us (laughs) and just like i'm looking forward to that moment 
I don't know. In my head, I can just like picture this moment of just like almost like a peace, almost a calm. You know, like if she, you know, if she's just sleeping in her back and play, and you know, you and I are just there, and there's just kind of like a certain type of peace that comes with that in my head. I don't know. Right, like a good peace. Like oh, it's you. You're happy, and yeah, you know, like, things are just the way it should be right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm also looking forward to your little thing the other day when you're like. Oh, I thought she was uh, already yeah. here, and I wanted to kiss her toes yeah. and all this well, stuff. Yeah, say goodbye to her <laughs> yeah, first thing in the morning as I'm waking up, and I'm like, oh, I'll just say goodbye to Kennedy in her kennel, or in her kennel, sorry, <laughs> in her back and play. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but she was not there yet. <laughs> no. But soon, soon, soon he soon. can do all these things. So I'm excited to see how it goes. Uh, it's going to be really fun watching him, you know, be a father to a little baby girl. And it's, it's going to be a great joy to watch Cameron be a big brother. Yeah, it is. He's going to love ex- it. He's really excited, <laughs> which is really nice. That's uh, all the time we have today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you. I hope everyone has a great night. And we will be back soon with more content uh, after the baby's born. <laughs>